This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Thanks for listening to Sports Sunday On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all of your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. It's time for Football Sunday with Rashad and Joe. Second and seven. Irving breaks it back. Wake roll. Bounces outside. He's got a burst. Bucky. Irving. Down the sideline. Touchdown, Oregon. Brought to you by Grillworks Supply Company. Ben takes the shotgun snap. Will Branson throws down the right sideline. And over the shoulder. Catch by Harrison. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Explore the flavors of Oregon at Grillworks Supply Company in Beaverton or at GrillworksPDX.com. Football is so fun. This is our job. That's crazy. It's so fun. Now, here are your Football Sunday hosts, Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher, on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080. You're about to get it right there. You're about to get this. No, don't say that. I'm not scared of you. Good morning. Welcome into Football Sunday on 1080 The Fan. Joe Fisher here. I got my host, Rashad Taylor, across the faux marble table. I got Jordan Schultz across the glass. How's everybody doing this Sunday morning? It's not 8 a.m. It's not 8 a.m. So, you know, I'm sound as a pound right now. You know, I don't have a problem. Dude, hey, I mean, if you're watching the YouTube stream right now, which I hope you are to see our beautiful uh, Sunday morning faces, R- Rashad's got the icy, clean, Mighty Ducks hockey sweater on right hey, man. now. Adam Banks, baby. Cool. Adam <laughs> the, ki- the original cake eater himself, man. Did, did you get that the at the Adidas store? I did not. Okay, because uh, I, I saw there was a Mighty Ducks uh, jersey floating around there uh, a few months ago. Yeah, no, I uh, I got it online just maybe a, a couple years ago. So well, you probably saved a lot more money than oh, absolutely. It was super store. cheap too. It's probably not as cheap now, but it was then. But um, if you know you're a sports fan, you're listening right now, so you probably saw the movie The Mighty Ducks growing up. And for me, I hope so. I, I hope all three. It I was changed my say, life. Yeah, there's bro. a trilogy there, yeah, man. It changed one. my life. Like I saw that movie in fourth grade, and it was one of those things. Like hockey became. A big part of it sounds weird, but even in like my urban neighborhood, like we all played hockey. You know, everybody had rollerblades, and my mom bought me a hockey set with two goals and everything like that. So 
Yeah, it was on in the middle of the street doing. And, and Emilio Estevez some... was the coolest coach around. It was Emilio. Emilio was Emilio <laughs> was the best coach ever. But it wasn't until they got Adam Banks to where they start winning games. You know, he was the kid from the Hawks, and I was like, man, he was the best, the best one. Remember in the third movie when they went to the to the private school? He was oh, the yeah. only one that made varsity. Yeah. All sorts of hijinks. Yeah, right. You know, when the pranks in the, in the second movie when they were you know doing the Team USA thing. He was the only one that had scouts coming to watch him. So was that D two, the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Yes. So man, Adam Banks was my guy. He was. I know everybody wants to go with the Charlie Conway. Yeah, that's what the captain has yeah. right now. I'm looking at. They got the yeah Charlie Conway. Yeah, Charlie 96. Conway. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. But Adam Banks was that dude. Man, you know. So this does uh, bring up a topic of conversation I was having with my brother in law the other day. As far as most comfortable jerseys that you can wear, oh, he says easy. basketball jerseys are the best lounging. Yeah, like, like you know, wife beaters. They're like tank tops. Exactly. You know? so, Hot yeah. summer day, spring day, you know, go out to a function, you know, um, outdoors, you know, but, basketball jersey. And I said close second, soccer kits, like soccer jerseys. Oh, man, those are nice. They're light. You know, they're pretty soft. Yep. Uh, but if you're asking me, I'm hockey sweaters are... I need a good hockey That's sweater. number one. Like, I mean, as far as loungewear, it's kind of, you know, it's like a nice nice little sweatshirt that, you know, that you can put on. And, man, it looks good on your lady, too. You know, if she just oh, wants to happen yeah. to put your hockey jersey <laughs> Wearing on. Wearing like, only this. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I don't want to say that, perv, but I, I mean... Oh, I, I just... Oh, come but on. Yes. I'm going straight Titanic yes. with the heart of the ocean on you. Let's go. I just had the image of uh, Happy Gilmore. When the lady comes yeah, out from the, you want breakfast? Yeah. <laughs> from the, you want breakfast? Yes, and she's yeah. wearing a Boston so Even she looked okay. It was like, man, something well. about that hockey jersey will, you know, <laughs> change things up a little bit. It'll turn the four to at least a four and a half. A I want to kiss you all over. <laughs> Till the over night goes in. <laughs> Till the night goes in. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, now I'm looking at Sharks uh, hockey sweaters because, you know, I feel like if I go a hockey sweater... I have to go with my team. You know what I like? One to of do? the worst in the National Hockey League. And so to avoid that, because I don't necessarily have a team, and I guess the the Winterhawks are the closest hockey team that I really like sup- know the most about, if I'm being honest. Yeah, you know, haven't been the Winterhawks. Yeah, haven't been to games and stuff like that, but I'm a I'm a faux jersey guy now. Like I, I think you guys know like how I feel Chinese, about jerseys. Like knockoff jersey? No, like okay. just not actual players fictional players much like Adam don't you Max. have a bobby boucher jersey? i have a bobby boucher oh, jersey okay yeah. i got you that is you know pretty, so uh i, I sweet line it's you know a lot of times or i felt line. for a long time like i can't wear another another man's name you know like just a you know like a but a boy's jersey. name adam huh? banks yeah oh yeah because guess what i was in fact a boy when you know when this came out, and on I top too of that, once was a boy. And on top of that, it's not a real player. He's not a real. You know, there's no real stats for for Adam Banks, or there's no real. Uh, Bobby Boucher wasn't really a great, you know, linebacker. Yeah, so, Bobby uh, Boucher showed up at halftime at the Boy Bimbo. So, <laughs> so I'm curious, like, is which fictional characters, yeah, uh, sports characters, would you be most? Let's. Interested uh, in I think this is a great time to do a read the Vancouver Fe- uh, Vancouver Ford text line. <laughs> one more time, knocking it out of the park. Almost had to dump that. Great one. time to do a read. Mess it up. Uh, all texts to the fan or via Vancouver Ford text line. Dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. Visit VancouverFord.com. 503-8646 fan. If you were to get a fictional athlete jersey, what would it be? Because I was actually- uh, 
Oh, I just see. Oh God, K nine Airbud basketball jersey. No, that's that's, a, that's, that's a good unrated. One. Right? That's a good that's one. Right out. That's a good one. <laughs> right Nobody's in. Nobody's expecting it. Right in my uh, closet. You guys are into it. I'm not. I, uh, uh, the stupid. Uh, there's nothing in the rules that says a dog can't number, play basketball. Number, there's nothing in the rules. And number one, uh, Airbud might have been the best athlete of any fictional character. He played soccer. He played basketball. I think he played uh, multi-sport athlete. Yeah, he played everything. There's nobody else. He's like yeah. Ernest P. World in the f- of <laughs> so versatile in the fake <laughs> unicorn world where no player actually steps up to block a shot that's being held on a tee like a football. Not by Airbud. God, not by Airbud. Oh man, hey, sorry, I'm destroying childhood like memories and. Hey, he's there, the first one to get there, last one to leave. All right, real gym rat. Man, absolutely loves peanut butter. Uh, I got uh, t- I got a list here. Ooh, I've seen this before. The Charleston Chiefs from uh, Slapshot. Okay. That's a good one. That's a good hockey sweater Yes, to have. it is. Number I was f- actually just thinking about this whole question, and, and Kevin Costner and For the Love of the Game. I mean, multiple. You could go Bull Durham. You could go For the Love of the Game. Actually, because ah, he's got lovers in both of them. I mean, he's he's a hottie with a body. The women are lusting <laughs> after him in either movie. But I, I'd probably go Bull Durham just because the jersey's better over For the Love of the Game because I hate the Tigers. Do you Bull see Durham. this one on the computer screen? The Milwaukee beers from basketball. Basketball, absolutely. The Ooh. beers would be a great jersey just to have. Just the whole crew come out in beers jerseys. And it says little bitch Scolari on yeah, the back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Squeak. I always see somebody rocking a Monstars jersey every now and then. Yeah, again, that's too. on the list here, too. Tune Squad. Uh, the Miami Sharks from uh, Any Given Sunday. That's a that's a good one. Eh. I'm not a big fan of football but, jerseys. But that one, though. those are boring. Those are It's just yeah, black, just black, black and white. It doesn't even say Sharks on yeah. it. Uh, give me a dark horse here. Shane Falco. There you go. A, I believe it's a semi. Sentinels jersey or yep. a, yeah, a Sentinels jersey. Sorry, yeah, the Washington Florida Sentinels. or the Washington Sentinels. Yeah, uh, we got the Dylan Panthers from uh, Friday Night Lights. Give me a Blue Mountain State jersey. How about that? Yeah, that would be a good one. That, uh, that who's blue the and backup? Orange? Uh, Alex Moran, I think, is the backup. That would be, yeah, <laughs> that, those would be two. I'm um, I'm a big uh, Ted Lasso fan. Yeah. So I'm not sure if you all seen that. You got that? Yeah, that's a soccer kit right hey, man, there. Uh, Jamie Tart or. Uh, or Roy Kent, one of those jerseys. Soccer kids dope. aren't very comfy, though. I mean, if we're talking, you don't think comfort, so? Oh, jerseys. I, the jerseys are nice, man. Yeah. Well, they're so form fitting. You guys, I, I don't know. I just got wider shoulders than you. Hey, you just so. got to get the right size. Like one of my good friends from uh, when I worked at uh, Bose. He's a huge soccer fan. Whenever I go to the Adidas store, he's like, "Send me pictures. What jerseys? What kits do they have?" And send me dirty pictures, baby. And uh, yeah, <laughs> me just wearing the kits exactly. by themselves. <laughs> That's kind of what I was going. For. <laughs> just the jersey in the in the fitting room but uh yeah i mean he's a bigger guy and he makes yeah. sure to let me know like i yeah. need xl i and think jordan's going in there trying on mediums and like damn it why isn't this fitting the right way <laughs> actually speaking Extra of medium speaking of that did y'all catch the uh story this week about jonathan smith just kind of leaving his gear at the goodwill you gear at the at the goodwill in corvallis wow. and you could tell uh rashad because it had the jonathan smith it literally like, said his name on like <laughs> stitching above the the tag and the clothing yeah. dude only wore a large on TV, he looked at least like he was an extra large. And this was like his sweatshirt. They I'm say saying, TV adds 10, adds 10 pounds. He's so. a shorter guy, though. Yeah, I don't know, man. That upset that he's only a large. Sorry. I, I was like, I'm upset really? that he Not left the stuff at the Goodwill. Are you? I, hey, that's that's a solid donation oh, right there. I mean, it, it is, but I mean. What I mean, a come well, up. I guess. Somebody, yeah, somebody's came up majorly. I'm so mad that I couldn't get my dad one of those. Like, that my dad is a diehard Beaver fan. He would have loved a Jonathan Smith shirt or a sweatshirt. I'm but, sure once that made the rounds, like, everybody in Corvallis students just flocked to that goodwill oh, and just pulled I'm it curious, right off the You know, I haven't heard much, and I'd be curious to know how Oregon State feels. 
right now. That's the one thing I haven't really heard. If, if this were U of O and if this were Dan Lanning and he left for, you know, and for another program, we would know all about how fans, alumni, and everyone else. For Oregon State, I honestly haven't heard much like fan reaction about Jonathan Smith leaving. Um, maybe we do that in the second hour. Because I did have something Ducks Beavers related uh, for that second hour. I do yeah, want to read uh, some of these uh, texts, though, on the Vancouver Ford text line. Uh, Icebox, a little Giants <laughs> Icebox jersey. Great movie. That yes. would or be, even yeah. a, uh, going one more further for Icebox, uh, Spike. Yeah, spike a jersey? Cowboys Absolutely. spike jersey. Um, I would yeah. love that. Yeah, that would be sick. Uh, spike, give me twenty. Holds out his arm yeah. and starts doing the spike pull. was spike was nineteen. Carrying a fridge yeah. out of the moving truck. That, that Are you fool kidding was nineteen. Me? Get out um, of here. I think I saw JJ Watt. He was on Pat McAfee's show a couple weeks ago, and he was wearing a shirt that said "Call Me Icebox," and I was like, "That's pretty dope." That's I mean, JJ Watt kind of looks like Spike. You put a gold <laughs> tooth in the, in the front of you. Yeah, he kind of looks like Spike. Uh, also on the Vancouver text line, give me a Pedro Serrano jersey. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That's Major a good League. one. Baseball jerseys, criminally underrated. Yeah, like, I mean, they always, they always no matter what size you are, baseball jerseys just look cool. They're pretty damn clean. Absolutely. You can pull it off. They look pretty clean. Uh, someone chiming in that Mighty Ducks is solid, but Slapshot is still the greatest hockey movie of all time. I mean... They're they're for two different uh, crowds. I mean, they Mighty are. Ducks is literally a Disney movie. Slapshot is about a bunch of degenerates playing uh, hockey did in Kansas Slap- City. Did that S- did Slapshot get a professional team named after them? Oh. I don't think so. There you go. Uh, Ricky Vaughn, ninety nine Indians jersey. That would be a great one as well. That's good. That's good. I'm um, trying to think. Uh, gosh. Man, oh oh, Henry Rowan Gardner. Oh, uh, there you Chicago go. Cubs no. jersey. I, I, that's <laughs> yes. another one. That's Henry right next Rowan to Gardner. F and Air Bomb. I'm, I'm about to swear don't on the you, air. Don't about how you say nothing bad about is. Henry Rowan Gardner, man. God in give heaven. Give him the cheese. No, let's not give him the, the little squeaky arm cheese. He's <laughs> he's like 25 pounds throwing 100 miles an hour next Kill to it. All the people in the bullpen. What, what was it? Like, oh yeah, Gary Busey. Why would he ever be a baseball Chet player? Stedman? Chet Stedman looked like an aging, mind you. You got to remember, in the 90s and the 80s and stuff, like baseball players looked, they were 28 years old, and these fools looked like they were 40. And Marv was their pitching coach from Home Alone. So there you go. It's it's all, it's the perfect move. Brinkma, that's right. God in heaven. Fernfield Timberwolves K9 Airbud. That's the one I want to go with. I'm telling you, man. Someone can hook that up. I'm telling you. Everybody's going to know what that is. Yeah. For sure. That's clean. All right, we got stuff to get to. There's things that have been happening in the old sports world. Uh, Oregon, they got themselves a quarterback. Heard. Um, College football is dead as we know it. Get to that a little bit later. Uh, A game is making its uh, triumphant return. Uh, As you mentioned, I think we need to kind of have an airing of grievances. It's been about a week since the move has been made with Jonathan Smith to Michigan State. So I think we just, uh, you know, need to... Sit around a circle and share our feelings. Rashada, how are you doing? Everything. Kumbaya, okay? my lord. Hi, my name is Joe. Kumbaya. Hi, Joe. Hi, Joe. Yeah, it's uh, it's rough times. Uh, we got a Heisman that was handed out. We'll see if we get to that. There's a lot of stuff on my little uh, show prep list that uh, we might or might not get to. Big contract handed out. God only knows what we're going to get into in that second hour. We also got who do you love? And actually, I do have a fun game I want to play with you guys. So again. Don't know if we're going to get to all of it, but it should be a good show. 
And again, it's not 8 a.m., so already off to a great start. I'm with it. <laughs> well, uh, to defend myself really quickly before we go to break, nope, to Adam nope, Jones, our, our, our resident uh, center fielder of baseball listening, or former center fielder listening on the YouTube stream, he says that I look like I just rolled out of bed. I did, okay? Oh, dude. I and mean, I'm recovering from being sick, so shut your mouth. Hey, it's just the hat. Usually you just have the hat. Well, I didn't. Yeah, whatever. A sweatshirt and uh, this hat it, yeah. right now is masking a lot of uh, Sunday out of bed looks. Straight like, up. You, you think I took my time to get ready this morning? Hell no. Rolled out of bed, saw the sweatshirt that was on the ground, and I was like, all right, I know my uh, my Shehalem Glen hat will match well with that. And uh, that, that's like Tiger Woods in that Shehalem Glen hat. It's, it's the it's the tough part about the YouTube stream is yeah. that you do have to be we somewhat have to be, presentable. We have, be, we have to be mindful now. And, you know, I me personally, I woke up like this oh dude you no. i mean but it, with the beanie too i mean you're got stuff to do afterwards man so i gotta gotta look the part i guess yeah i right. said they were gonna have a makeup person but they haven't gotten to that yet <laughs> yeah well don't expect that to happen get your this own, isn't prime time get your own palette in there and <laughs> yeah. a mirror yeah make a vanity in there that's what we'll have to do all right let's get to it ducks they found themselves a quarterback we get to that next football sunday right here on 1080 the fan you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Football Sunday with Rashad and Joe. Brought to you by Grillworks Supply Company on Portland's Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. Football Sunday, Joe Fisher, Rashad Taylor, Jordan Schultz. We had some news yesterday in the college football world in the transfer portal. And the Oregon Ducks, they have their quarterback for next season, and it is Dylan Gabriel mm. from Oklahoma. Started his career at Central Florida, but uh, last two years have been in Oklahoma. Uh, last year, had an amazing year with them. He has the Hawaii lineage. Um, Marcus approved, I think someone tweeted out yesterday. I think he did. Um, there you go. So, I mean... Of all the guys that were in the transfer portal, his name was uh, being linked to the Oregon Ducks the most, and it is official. Dylan Gabriel will more than likely be your stored, uh, starting quarterback for the uh, Oregon Ducks in 2024. I read somewhere that there were like 103 names in the transfer portal. Oh, but it is. Yeah, I want to say maybe I don't, it could be wrong. It could be more. I don't. I don't really know. And we can, uh, you know, I want to go into that next segment about just 
the landscape of college football. But yeah, uh, yeah you're right. It's, There's a lot of dudes in the transfer portal. Um, but luckily, Oregon's getting a guy who is a proven commodity. Yeah. Um, you know his his first two uh, three seasons were spent at uh, at UCF. Twenty nine touchdowns, thirty two touchdowns. He was hurt. You know the third year. Um, but then goes to Oklahoma. Twenty five touchdowns, thirty touchdowns. Um, he can do a lot of good things with this Oregon offense, um, with some of these receivers and some of these weapons that they have, that Oregon have. If they can, you know, I'm not sure what year some of these receivers are, but if they're if the the next group of receivers is anything like this year's group of Oregon receivers, man, Dylan Gabriel can be another one of those guys in that Heisman conversation. Well, it will be interesting to see what the Ducks do in. Uh that personnel group because obviously Troy Franklin had a great year. Uh, Tez Johnson, I don't know if he has any eligibility left. Uh, Jordan, you can maybe help me out with that or the text I believe line. he does. Yeah, I think he was only a junior. Uh, so but also, they got a couple, a couple guys transferring out in uh, Chris Hudson, who didn't play that much. Josh Delgado, who didn't play that much. So, it's it will be a different looking wide receiver room next week or next year. But you said the most important part is the proven commodity right and this is where the college football game is going to the nfl like structure is that do you want to quote unquote draft a guy and play him right away as a freshman or redshirt freshman and try and develop him and have him go through his lumps and live that season that way or if you're in a situation that you feel like you have all the pieces you just need that guy the quarterback and if you know who that is and you've seen what he can do and put it on film and put it on film against great teams, I mean, hell, that Oklahoma team beat Texas, and where is Texas at? And they're in the college right. football playoff. Right. So that's where, I mean, college football is so interesting now, and you look at the transfer portal with all the guys, and it's like, what route do you want to take? I mean, you saw that uh, with Ty Thompson. He put out a pretty cryptic post uh, on Instagram of him walking away, and there's like – you know, he's blurred out and the organ helmets are in the foreground and it's just like, all right, well, he's gone. Yeah, we get and, it. We and get and, what you're saying. But. And there's that sense like it's like that's a there's part of me that feels bad because that guy, he went to Oregon, committed, could have transferred last year, didn't, sat, was hoping that this was going to be his chance. And granted, he's a Mario guy, so it's not like Dan is like too linked to him and right. his future, but. That's where you see that. Like, I'm sure there were some Oregon fans out there that wanted to see what Ty Thompson had to had to prove. I mean, he looked a little Not bit better me. this year. But also, if you tell me, do you want Ty Thompson or do you want Dylan Gabriel? I'm taking Gabriel 10 times out of 10. Oh, I mean, it's, it's kind of impossible not to take Dylan Gabriel. Now, mind you, because Ty Thompson could come out and he could be phenomenal. Like... Heisman worthy phenomenon. Uh, the dude we was a five star. Yeah, we 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 honestly don't we, know what he could be. And um, we want to talk about guys improving from their freshman year to when they're a senior. Look at Bo Nix. Look at Michael Penix. I mean, it's and that's the big thing with college football, right? Is like you you get a guy that transfers, he's been developed, or do you want to sit, like trust in your process and what you've done with your homegrown guy and be like, no, he's fine. Like he's getting into his junior year. He's taking his lumps. We believe in him. But then again, what they see in practice, we, we can't see at all. So, no. I mean, when they get to those spring practices and then start getting closer to the season, it's just like, you know, 
that's where they look at Ty and be like, sorry, bud. We've seen it these last two, two and a half years. Like, we, we got to go with the proven commodity. I mean, do you think it was that he wasn't playing well in practice or that you have this guy from Auburn that was pretty good and that's who we're going to go well, with? And he beat him out last year. So uh, Ty was like, all right, I'll take it. I'll take last year and this year to develop and learn. And then you get passed up again. Like, I don't blame Ty. No, for yeah, beating, I'm good. But, like, so but now also, you're going to bring in another, somebody else who doesn't know the offense has to learn the offense. I've been right there the entire time, and now you're going to bring in Dylan Gabriel. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and go. But also, I could see that, like, you know, if the Ducks are wanting to do that, they see their team as ready to win now, and they don't want to take the risk on a unproven commodity in Ty Thompson. Yeah, they love him. Yeah, they thank him for everything he's done and been there, been a team player. But football's about winning. It is. And if you want to win in Oregon, if you want to get back to the – playoff if you want to be up there where washington is right now you got to stay consistent at the quarterback position well one of the reasons oregon has coveted dylan gabriel so much in this transfer portal season if you whatever you want to call it is because he's so accurate and he's just he's a quarterback that since his young days at university of central florida he didn't make mistakes through so few interceptions and i still remember some of the highlights of his like bullet passes you know like on top tens before he even transferred to oklahoma so we know how good he is and we know how he fits into oregon's offense and i think dan lanning and will steiner salivating at basically looking at a bonix 2.0 for next year unfortunately on the other side of the coin this is where you come to needing to win now and guys like ty thompson suffer um but unfortunately man even with the development of last season ty thompson at the beginning of this year screw it game six seven after he threw a nice couple of bullet touchdowns i don't think he would have been at the level that bonix was coming in off of auburn last season he's not there yet and sorry duck fans i know that you know you feel bad for him yes i do too you want to see him get a chance however sometimes you just ain't that good and yes he's a former five-star recruit is he going to get the opportunity somewhere yes might i eat my words absolutely but we're seeing the same kind of crunch in the wide receiving room too joe and actually to answer your guys's question i don't know if like troy franklin is staying or not but it would lead me to believe that they're looking at having a very very stacked wide receiver room that includes the likes of franklin next year if you got chris hudson leaving if you got ashton cozart leaving two very young kids in the portal or i guess chris hudson not necessarily young he's got one year of eligibility left but a guy that took snaps under cristobal and made a significant impact now he's gone so that receiver room is going to be fine along with this new quarterback that oregon has it's just the way of the world now and and you know what ty thompson I hate to say it, but at this point, you're like a Braxton Burmeister. You're like a guy that was given an opportunity in Oregon, didn't do so great. You looked, you know, maybe okay in a couple of spots in a backup role, but then when you were thrust in as a starter, you looked terrible. And you're going to have a chance to go prove it, but look at Braxton Burmeister. He he literally got undrafted, signed by the Rams as a wide receiver in, <laughs> in camp and then let go after yeah. transferring to West Virginia, to San Diego State. And I know Ty Thompson's not going to be able to transfer anymore after this, but it's just, it's sad. But guess what? Not every five-star quarterback is going to be and elite. I think, and I think that's the thing we have to keep <laughs> in mind. I think the, the thing we have to keep in mind is five stars, four stars is something for high school, right? Among your high school competitors you are a five-star player so against that db that's 135 pounds you are a five-star guy how many times have guys gotten to the to college or gotten to the nfl or to the nba and that five-star guy is a utility player they're just a bench player they're somebody that man coming out of high school they were the number one player in the country 
uh, um, the number one player in the country for basketball, Jordan Walsh, is in the G League right now. The G League, you know, and and that's just kind of one of those things. Like the same thing for football. Just because you were five stars amongst those kids you were playing against, now you're playing in a situation where everybody's good. And then guess what? I was a much better athlete at 19 and 20 than I ever was at 16 and 17. So now you're you're with people that are getting better, getting older, groaning into their bodies. Uh, and I mean, that dudes age. that develop and guys that care more than you, possibly. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I mean, look at the it's like the booby miles approach. Like, all I got to do is show up and then you show up to college and like, oh, everybody can run. Yeah, everybody's fast. <laughs> I mean, everybody's this. I mean, frankly, guys, look at this team that Oregon had this year. They were six points away, essentially, from, from an being, undefeated season. Exactly. And don't they, remind me. And so what do you want to do? They, they they now have the responsibility because Ty Thompson, you know, has earned the opportunity to hand the program over to him when they're so close yeah. to competing for a national championship. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's bullsh. Come on. Let's look at this realistically. I feel bad for the kid, but Oregon is right there, and they will do this every day of the week. They did it with Vernon Adams seven years ago. I don't think it's about feeling bad. Like, he's going to land somewhere, and he's going to play college football for oh, a major I, D1 program. Seen, after he declared yesterday officially for the transfer portal, Rashad, I mean, just Ducks Twitter or or football fan Twitter. Oh, Ty, they treated you so badly. No, this is a business. This is what happens when you get NIL next. It's competition. Yeah. I, I mean, best of luck to him, but I get it, man. Like, I get the situation the Ducks are in. You were that close, and I don't think it was because of a quarterback, but if you want to stay that close and be able to push yourself over the edge, you, you have to stay consistent at quarterback um i wanted to just look at some of these guys that are in the transfer portal still dante moore cam ward still trying to find homes to pack 12 quarterbacks you i mean dante's gonna come to oregon still yeah i don't think so he, uh they'd be willing probably. to develop for a year uh, they i was listening to dirt and spread yeah and i i hear you on that i mean like if you want to go develop somewhere i mean go to oregon state but nobody wants to go there right hey. now um but it was uh, Brandon Huffman was on with Dirt and Sprague, and I appreciate Dirt's optimism about wanting to get Dylan Gabriel and Dante Moore. But it's uh, it's one or it's one, not both of them, is what it sounds. They can't like. afford both. Or, <laughs> they they could, but they don't want. To. Well, you heard Matt Rule. Yeah, you're starting quarterbacks going for I don't a think, Miller two right now. Yeah, so. and I don't I don't think anybody wants to go to a situation where they're playing backup for sure. No, no. So uh, there is your new. Oregon quarterback, Dylan Gabriel. We'll see who's going to be the starting quarterback up in uh, Corvallis. Hopefully in the, well, we won't know that until obviously when the season starts, but we'll see who at least will be uh, given a shot because Aiden Childs, um, right now the crystal ball is saying 100% he's going to Michigan State with Jonathan Smith. So hopefully we get some clarification with the Oregon State job here in the next uh few weeks maybe his clothes will end up in the uh bennett uh, goodwill as well <laughs> yeah exactly i mean hey beaver fans there's gonna just i would keep going to that goodwill and corvallis uh quite they often got some over gems the, in there over the next couple weeks yeah you're gonna find some great finds um all right college football is dead as we know it we get to that next here football sunday but jordan schultz with the sports center update we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Your Sunday home for college football recaps in the NFL. This is Football Sunday with Rashad and Joe on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. Got a fun game in the second hour that I want to play with the both of you called Bull or Bull. Is it a bowl game or is it bull-less? Okay, I like it. Yes, I do like that one. It's uh, one of my favorites because every year the bowl games just get more just, and more ridiculous. They're not even being creative anymore. Uh, oh boy. Wait until you see some of these bowl games. <laughs> All I have to ask real quick though, is there a Bahamas Bowl this year? And uh, there is. Western Kentucky at Old Dominion. Boo. Like, well, I mean, that sounds about as entertaining as Oregon v. Liberty. It, it's like, it, is there a better place to have a game? Number one, like, man, we get to the, go Bahamas? To the Bahamas. Oh, trust like, me. I, uh, we get to go to the Bahamas, bro. Well, I don't like, know. I'd rather go good. to El Paso for the Sun Bowl. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, Beaver yeah. fans. Uh, hey, the game sold out. The Sun Bowl, though. In God's country, I'm sure it is. Uh, well, also, they're playing <laughs> Notre Dame. So, you know, if you want to wonder why a bowl game sold out with the Beavers, it's because they're playing Notre Dame. That's why. Uh, don't think the Beavers contingency sold that game out. No, not at all. No. Uh, so college football is dead. We uh, have found that out. Uh, well, it's been trending that way for the last like year or two, well, a couple years now, longer than that. But this last like week has kind of cemented that. I think that we were here live as the college football playoff was being announced. Um, and Alabama got in at four over Florida State. And I, I just can't believe, I still can't believe they, they did that. Like, I understand the reasoning, but it's not right. No. A 13 and 0 undefeated team. Like, you, you, you played the games on paper is what you did as the college football playoff committee. And as I said last week with that defense that Florida state had, that team can hold Michigan to under 20, under 30, possibly. How do we know? Maybe we should play a game and find out. <gasps> no, let's put in Alabama, give them the 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 berth a week after they barely beat Auburn on a fourth and 31. Like, are we forgetting all that? That's one of the things there. The transfer portal is a whole other thing. Like, that is just pure chaos. I mean, you look at the quarterback list. I mean, all... I love the idea of guys being on teams for years, four, five, six years. I mean, hell, look at some of these teams in the playoff. Right. Michigan, a lot of Michigan-bred dudes that were on the team to begin with. Four years. They were saying in that Pac-12 game, they were lamenting Washington. It's like we, they have 13 six-year guys. And I understand the COVID year is throwing things off, and we're going to get past that at a certain point, obviously, as time moves on. But, I mean, building that – trust in that group and that like having all those transfers man a bunch of dudes from other teams it's like you look at Colorado you look at USC like yeah you can bring in all this talent from other schools but if there's no chemistry no 
like friendship, no companionship. I mean, you need that in a team. Dude's growing together over the years, right? And I just think that kills me. And also, how do we have standards for a New Year's Six Bowl game? We have to have a greater five school in. Always have to have a greater five school, regardless of how good, whatever the record is, however good they are, we got to include them in the the bowl game in the New Year's Six. It's like, so there's standards for that, but they're like the standards for the college football playoff are just willy-nilly year after year. And so going forward in a 12-team playoff next year, there's going to be a greater five school that gets a berth. That would have been Liberty. Are you kidding me? Like, what what are we doing? How can we have stupid standards in one? Like, it is just, this last week has driven me absolutely nuts. And we've seen it also with, like, how the calendar is shaped. Bowl games don't matter. No. Like, those are, I mean, yeah, the New Year's Six games matter, but do you think Florida State wants to play that game against Georgia? Like, what is their motivation? It's a, it, like, you beat Georgia. Cool. All right, well, we should have been in the playoff. You lose to Georgia. Like First loss of the season. You and, have the same record as Georgia. I, I, I don't know. But it, they're it, not going to keep the SEC champ out? Like, it, this is just, I hear you. It's no, dude, it's, it's been a very depressing, like, last week and a half. Uh, for college football, obviously, like the Ducks losing didn't help things at all. But it's outside of that. It, it's been very like, wow, this is where we're at. And I, again, it's maybe naive of me because this is how things have been trending. But I, I think that the college football playoff, ESPN, the 13 and 0 leaving Florida, I think that is like the cherry on top of all this. I mean, I'll go in further. I think it's been a, a depressing year for college football. I mean, you talk about the dissolution of one of the great college football conferences you know of all time since the pack eight now all of a sudden you've taken that completely away to join pretty much the not the rival but like you know kind of yeah i I guess what's considered a rival of of sorts uh, in the big 10 so then that happens and then college football has always kind of hung its hat on tradition on doing things this way you know and even during the bcs stuff like that it was like uh but yeah, okay. But that that doesn't make sense. But I'll go with it. That's that's okay. Um, I was saying like, there's no way Florida State would have been left out of the BCS standings if this was still a BCS thing. There was no way they would have been left out. And that's how it's, that's how messed up it is because we're looking at that like, this were BCS. Florida State would have definitely been in that in that conversation. But then you we're talking about the Heisman. It's coming from a three loss team. Well, and also like, what was his Heisman moment? What, I, I, who knows? Like uh, that, I, and obviously that's very arbitrary. Uh, like arbitrary, you know. It can just be like, well, he did this. like. Well, Jaden Daniels is still an Arizona State University quarterback as opposed to a Louisiana State University quarterback. Would he win the Heisman? This oh, year? guess what? In Arizona State, I don't know if you saw that thing. When it doesn't really matter, but when he was clearing out his locker, oh, when Arizona he State, transferred, when he and transferred, they, they were clearing yeah, out. They his were locker. clearing out his locker for him. Like and it was so he's yeah. trash anyways. But yeah, he's trash said. anyway. Yeah, you can go, but. <laughs> Wow. I mean, because he had 50 touchdowns, that's why they gave him the Heisman. Guess well, what? There was a quarterback for Hawaii named Colt Brennan who was throwing peace. rest in peace, who was throwing 50 touchdowns, no problem. He was never a part of the Heisman conversation. Never ever a part. He of played it. for a mediocre team, unfortunately. But I mean, but is a mediocre team also a team that has three losses on the season? And then you've got a guy in Michael Penix Jr. who was undefeated on the season, and another one who had two losses by a total of six points on the, in in the season, like those. And then, obviously, Marvin Harrison Jr., 
best receiver in all of college football at this point. Now, should he probably been third on that list? Yes. I can't remember the last receiver. I think it was. Uh, I don't think he even should have been in New York. Yeah. The last receiver to win the Heisman was uh, Devontae Smith, right? Uh, yeah. And so. That COVID year, yeah. Yeah, the the, the COVID year. But I, I just think college football. And then here you go, the New Year's Six. And like you said, Oregon versus Liberty. What? Who? That was the first thing I said. It was like, wait, who? And I'm no pretty much every no, not game, the Liberty uh, Falcons in Hillsboro. I would rather than play the Liberty Falcons from Hillsboro. I would not because every time they got a first down, uh, which was rare uh, against Sherwood, that's for sure. Um, am I humble bragging about? Or am I bragging bit. about a like little a bit? High I don't think it's humble. It's yeah, not, not doesn't sound humble. Um, but yeah, they just played a screeching Falcon. That's a first down, Liberty. <laughs> Yeah, no thanks. I'm like, dude, stop this. Yeah, and that would be a, that was our motivation. Like, I don't want to hear that foul. Okay. Yeah, we don't want to hear that anymore. But no, and so I'm I don't care for that game. I don't think I'll be watching that game on New Year's Day. Like, I mean, uh so I mean it's they don't care about the product anymore. It's just about money. And that's what they've continued to show us. If they're going to allow a big Big five, excuse me. But um what's the what's the term? I don't even know. Uh a power Liberty, five. Power, yeah, not power five. Oh, a greater five, yeah. Greater Sorry. five, whatever the hell that means. If they're gonna allow a greater five team to be a part of the eighteen playoff next year, then so that means another great team that should that deserves it, that's been playing great competition, is going to be left out. That sounds ridiculous to me. Yeah. But you know, again, this is no longer about uh the kids, no longer about the tradition of the schools. Um, they were willing to just go do away with rivalry games. Like, doesn't really matter in in certain regards. It's about money now, and I think we just kind of have to wrap our head head around the fact that it's not just the money about money for the coaches and the programs anymore. Kids are getting paid too now, and so these transfer portals offer opportunities for kids to be in bigger situations with more more lights, more donors, uh, uh, more alumni that can say that can kind of line these kids' pockets with a little something. So. I mean, it's a it's a different day in college. It's not the college football we grew up with, fellas. No. And I think we're gonna have to learn to to live with that as we move forward. Him, yeah. uh, the only thing that is uh, constant in life is change. They say. Yeah. Um, I will say though, EA Sports, NCAA football, Goated. college football next year, whatever the hell is. Can't like, wait. Have fun with that, like dealing with the transfer portal and recruiting, and then you got NIL deals coming through. You know what they uh, need? Heads are falling off. Yeah, the buyouts with coaches. I, I, I look forward to it. Oh man, I can't wait. For I it. can't wait. I'm bitching and moaning about gonna... the real thing, and I'm like, I can't wait to play the fake thing. Yeah, I, I think Demo Sweeney's awesome. head's going to explode, which is awesome. <laughs> I, I hope that is uh, a feature oh, of the game. Oh, I want to say this too, man. Shout out to everybody who actually is up and listening, watching this on YouTube right now, man. Sports Sunday, Football Sunday, man. Y'all always, you know, y'all always support us, man. Shout out to Donnie, my guy Donnie. Shout uh-huh. out to my guy Buddy. Donnie? Yeah. His I name's Don, but Don, I like Donnie. Don's the worst. He doesn't, know, he doesn't know I call him Donnie. I think he does now, but, but yeah. Donnie. I think Donnie's cool. I guarantee he was a Donnie before he was Don. Um, Don is a cool name. It is, man. Because it just reminds me of like a big Italian. Like, yeah, kind of guy. The Don. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. All right. Want to lose some money? I'll, never, but I'll try. Okay. Well, we'll hypothetically lose money in this next segment because it's who do you love? Let's take a look at the standings. We've taken a couple uh, weeks off because we had our uh, Thanksgiving, and then last week the college football playoff was happening, so we just scrapped it. So let's make some picks. Like let's I said, it. let's lose some uh, Monopoly dollars, shall we? Let's next on Football Sunday on 1080 The Fan. Who do you love? 
Rashad and Joe share their predictions and look back at last week to see if they still love their picks. It's time for Who Do You Love? Part of Sports Sunday on 1080 The Fan. All right. Who do you love? Let's take a look. Um, when we were last here doing this, it was week 11. Uh, I had those scores up from what happened during that week 11. Uh, Rashad, you took the Steelers plus two and a half. And uh, I believe they lost by like three yeah, that week. Yeah, 13 did. to 10 to the Browns. You also took Tampa to cover 13 and a half God against damn. the 49ers. And they lost by 13. That's, Look at that. That's terrible. At that. That's terrible. And then you took the Jets uh, minus eight and a half over the, or the Bills minus eight and a half over the Jets. And the Bills won 32 to six. I remember watching Red Zone that day. Halfway through the second quarter, I'm like, just end this game. I was Yo, like, this was a, is. That was a bad one. I'm like, oh my God. I have never been more confident in a team never coming back in a game in my life than that Jets game right there. Uh, so you went two and one that week. I'll take it. Brings you to nine, eight and one on the year. I'll take it. I took uh, that week Chargers minus three against the Packers. Don't know why I did that. Completely wrong. Cowboys, ten and a half, covering against the. Uh, the Panthers, which they were able to do there, and then the Seahawks plus two against the Rams, and they lost by one that day. So I was able to uh, get that dub. Jordan, you took Texans minus five and a half. They uh, won by uh, five. Yeah, then they, they lost the next week, too. <laughs> so both weeks, they just screwed me over. But hey, you rolled the dice on that Raiders plus 14 and a half, and they only lost by seven that was, against the Dolphins. That was so. a good one. And then you took the Thunder to beat the Blazers uh, minus six and a half. They crushed them, covered that. Brings you to 7 11. 7 11. I guess that's better than my record on primetime. Yes. Because Rop in the Bank, I think I'm like 2 and 7, 2 and 8. It's how many units do you have? Oh, Are you not up on nearly units? enough. My unit's too small, all right? I don't want to talk about it. Uh, Rashad and me are now tied at 9, 8, and 1, though. There you go. How about that? Uh, I'll start things off for this week. Uh, I am going to the NFC South. And I'm going with the Buccaneers at the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta is a two-point favorite. I do not care. The Buccaneers are much better uh, than I anticipated this year. I'm pretty sure I had them at like 3-14 and 14 as their record. But the Falcons, I don't trust them. Like, I don't get how they're 6-6 six and six at this point in the season. I know it's a home game for Atlanta, but that's not a far travel. Buccaneers have been playing um, not not bad as of late. They started off, I mean, they were 3-1, and one, and then they lost four straight games. But they got a win over the Panthers last week, almost beat the Colts two weeks ago. I, I just don't think the Falcons are nearly as good as what Vegas is giving them. Uh, don't care if it's a home game. Give me the road dog, Tampa Bay. And plus, this is classic NFC South. Right? Beat mm -hmm. up on each other. Someone gets in with an 8-9 and nine record. The Falcons right now, if they win today, that puts them up, uh, I think, two games in first. Don't don't buy it. Not at this point in the season. No. Buccaneers covering the two. Um, I have the really surprising Houston Texans visiting the not surprised at all New York Jets. And... Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, the Jets are not a great team. Uh, I think the spread is, um, I think three. Houston's favored by three. Yep. I'm taking Houston. I'm taking I'm taking that spread. Like, uh, last Houston's last four wins, 
two points, three points, four points, five points. Right. So I think three sounds just about on par for what they've been doing for the most for most of the season. So I'm going to go ahead and say Houston. And this is in New York. In New York. And I don't think uh, weather's very good in the Northeast right now. No. In Baltimore, it's an absolute mess. Jordan. No. Coming to me, huh? Yes. Uh, let's go with my morning game. I know Cleveland's defense is super good here. But I'm going to go Jacksonville. All right. I, I, I think this is definitely a risky play, but let's go Jacksonville, not to cover, but straight money line. Just straight up. Hey, I, I like that. Trevor couple, Lawrence is playing. Exactly. There's a couple of extra bucks, and it was just a sprained ankle last week, as bad as that injury looked. I mean, he practiced pretty quickly. So I'm confident. Yeah, once again, I know the Browns' defense is good. Their offense has been on and off, obviously, with or without Deshaun Watson or DTR. Or DTR is under center for them, right? It's not P.J. Walker. Anymore. I believe, well, it sure as hell should be. <laughs> so, yeah. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars, which, uh, let's see, on Bavada, that line is plus 125. I like that my, uh, better than the minus 105 to cover two and a half. So, yeah, Jacksonville straight up. Uh, that's going to be an ugly game. The over-under is set at 37 and a half. Hmm. And it's raining over in Cleveland. Uh, this is exactly the type of game that the Browns want, though. Muck it up. Back too, baby. Keep it. Keep the score low. How the Browns are seven and five, though. Another team. How? Right. How? Hanging around. Yes. Hanging around. Uh, Texans minus three. I had that on my list as well, Rashad. I really like that. Uh, they're going back to Zach Wilson in New York after he basically said that he didn't want to start. I mean, those were the reports that were coming out. I think they were refuted. But hey, if you're there's part of me that, like, I hear Zach Wilson saying, like, eh, I don't know if I want to play for you guys again, like, and be thrusted in as the starter. Like, dude, it's been bad. It's been ugly. It hasn't been great. But also, you are in the most competitive professional league in football Absolutely. there is where guys are dying to be there. The competitiveness, like, that fire in the bed. Like, you don't want to play? No, if I, dude, if I, I don't want to play for you guys, <laughs> and I get that's that, that's what that is. At that point, listen, this season can't go much, can't go any worse than it is. So, if I heard that from a, a player, I would just cut him. Like, you don't want to play. Like, I, I'm I'm trying to give you an opportunity. And I understand what the track record is, but are they though? I think the Jets have done. I think it's a more so like great like, job. I, don't, I, I think, don't know what else to I do. I think the Jets and New York media have done a great job of killing. Killing his confidence. Oh, well, 100%. I think, and Micah Parsons even went on his podcast on Bleacher Report yeah. and said something similar. Like, it's so gone, that's yeah. what New York media will do. And that's exactly what they've done to that young man. Well, Texans I, minus three, though. Yeah, I'm taking that. I, yeah. I can't find myself agreeing with Aaron Rodgers very often, but when he says, like, who the hell is leaking this crap from our organization? I agree. And it is those kinds of sources that really are the bane of our existence, not only as sports fans, but I think in general in the world. The kinds of people that leak that crap. Like, F you. Like, go to hell. You go to the top of Volcano and jump in. We oh, don't need geez. to hear from you. Like, why are wow. you working for that <laughs> team? Like, I, I th listen, I get it. I'm a glass half empty guy. But, like, that kind of negativity, it just is not needed. Get the hell out of here. I mean, Especially if you're going outside it, of your organization, you handle that stuff in-house. I think it depends on the organization. There's a reason we don't hear a lot of things from the Chiefs. There's a reason we don't hear a lot of things from the, the really – um, well-run organizations around sports because they don't allow things like that to leak. But you know, like it's always it's always leak. the teams yeah. that are very unstable that you know have the leaks. But um, uh, my next pick is um, the Lions uh, visiting the Bears. Um, the Bears are not a great team, um, and they lose 
really bad in a lot of the games. The Lions, however, since the first like five games of the season, um, were five of the six games, they were clobbering people. Like it wasn't really close. They were running they've away. They've had with a wins. few interesting weeks lately. Last few weeks, they've been kind of squeaking by. And so this three point spread um, that's been, you know, given in favor of the Lions sounds about right. So I'm taking that three points. Uh, I'm going to have to go with uh, another 10 a.m. game here, and that would be the Nolens Saints over the Carolina Panthers. That's a pretty tasty one. Panthers uh, are terrible. For what it matters, uh, Derek Carr's playing. So exactly. I, mean, I don't know if that's uh, good or bad. I, I mean, I, I let's cons- move that line to two. <laughs> I consider it good because the Panthers still can't score regardless of who is on the other team. So I think that the Saints have enough weapons. And hey, guys, Derek Carr is a decent quarterback. All right, he hasn't had like, the best year, but that may not be his fault. First year, new system, new head coach. He was literally pushed out of Vegas because Josh McDaniels is an idiot. So, no, I say Saints to cover the five and a half points at home against Carolina. It's too small of a line. They're going to win by two touchdowns. Uh, Saints, 11th best offense in the NFL. That's so strange to say. But <laughs> since Alvin Kamara's been back, it's been, you know, they've, they've been different in points. Chris Olave is a dude okay, as he's well. Really, he's so one of the weapons, dudes. baby. Uh, all right, my last one. Oh, God, this was a tough one for me. And actually, I don't know why I put this one because I'm changing it right now. I wanted to go Ravens minus seven and a half. I really did, but that, it is raining, it is ugly out in Baltimore, I don't know how much passing is going to be available out there, um, Ravens are coming off of a bye week as well, the Rams emotional win over the Colts, uh, where they had to pull it out late, and they got to go across the country to the Ravens, so that seven and a half looks tasty, but I'm not doing it, because I'm going... My Cowboys covering the three and a half boys. against You're the Eagles it. tonight on Sunday Night Football, baby. Cowboys are unstoppable at home. They just won a shootout against the Seahawks. What do you need when you're in a shootout, Rashad? We talked about it in the commercial break. Shooters. And that is who Dak Prescott is right now. He is playing amazing football. Jalen Hurts and that offense outgained five straight games. They are not in a good spot right now. It's not that you just lost to the 49ers. You got embarrassed just like the Cowboys did. So to me, you're on an even playing field. You're going to Dallas. Dallas is on one right now. They're feeling themselves, and I think they're pissed after losing to Philadelphia uh, earlier in the season. They played better than them, feel like they had the chance. They're not going to let this one slip. I think that they're winning by at least 10. Give me a three and a half, Cowboys. Uh, I guess I'm taking the same ones. This is exactly what I was going to have. Uh, however, um, I'm I'm taking Philadelphia in points uh, only because here's why. I think they came off of a off, off of a devastating loss last week. Like that, you know, the 49er fans um, felt great. You know, bang bang. That's all you saw all through your timeline because they absolutely smashed, smashed that. That didn't look like the same Eagles team that we've been used to seeing nope. all season. Like even the loss that they had to the Jets was a better game, a better effort than what they showed um, against the 49ers. I think they've got something to prove, and I think they're going to come out and, and prove it big in Dallas today. And uh, Jordan. Yeah, really quickly, my last pick is another 10 a.m. game, so get it in if you can. Uh, Lions, I'm buying. It depends on what book you're looking at. Bavada had it at three points to start the game, so I think you can now place a live bet if you'd like, but uh, I'm going Detroit, buying a half a point down to two and a half. I like that line a lot at two and a half for Detroit on the road against Chicago. So Lions to win, but Buying a half point by two and a half. So that'll put your betting uh, money down to like uh, minus 125, somewhere around there. But that that's my heavy unit play today for you guys. All right. Big, big units there. 
Uh, football. It's starting. 10 a.m. games. Red Zone. Turn on Red Zone on the TV, but turn the volume down and keep us going because we got hour number two. The Civil War is back. We also got Bowl or Bowl coming up. Plenty of other stuff. Hour number two. Jordan Schultz, Rashad Taylor, Joe Fisher right here. Football Sunday, 1080 The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.